Welcome back to Brown Skin News. Today's first topic of discussion is going to be the Derecho storm mm-hmm. that happened that occurred here yeah. last week. As always, it's your host, Nay. And May. Um, and for this Derecho, Derecho, who knows how to pronounce it, first off, um, we just want to kind of talk about the, some of the things that have happened and some of the people that still need help. So, first off, on Monday night, this would be August 10th, um, it was supposed to be just a rainstorm, like usual, you know, I in Iowa, we always have those crazy rainstorms, everything's wet for like three days. And right, we're I remember even looking at the forecast, mm-hmm. like the morning of, like before I was going somewhere, and like, it didn't even mention, like that... Maybe I didn't look at it. I don't know, but it, it didn't it, even mention no huge thunderstorm. Just exactly, yeah. And it's been raining like all that whole week prior, anyway. Right. So we're just like, okay, whatever. Um, but it's like real windy. Come to find out that um, uh, it was a derecho that formed, and basically what that is is just like a high wind um, mixed with severe thunderstorm, and it just basically caused a, a little hurricane in Iowa. Um, and it pushed from the back side of Iowa, so that would be the west side, all the way through to, like, Illinois and a couple different states over there. Um, and they got hit harder than we did, but Cedar Rapids, um, somewhere northeast of I- um, of Des Moines, got hit hard as well. Um, so Mid-American Energy, that would be just, like, I think that's, like, the Midwest Energy people. Yes. Um, they enlisted thousands of workers from across the country to come help um, Iowa. And it, that was just to even just put people's power back on. Um, our governor, Reynolds, she issued a disaster proclamation for 25 counties. Um, and then she also estimated 10 million acres of farmland were flattened during the storm. We are a farming state, and that did devastate a lot of um, really big crop growers here who depended on the, this year's harvest, um, in yes. like October, November, how, whenever they do start harvesting. And most uh, of their income is dependent on, on exactly yes, what, they what, what they produce and what they sell. And they lost a lot of that because of the storm. And, you know, there's, they're just, you know, they don't know what to do now because that income isn't coming anymore. Um, and also, uh, let's see, there is a complex in Cedar Rapids, like we were talking about. Cedar Rapids did get hit a little harder than um, Des Moines did, but, I mean, everybody lost power. But Cedar Rapids, they had so much devastation. Trees were knocked down. Um, a lot of people's homes had holes in their roofs and stuff. Churches had holes in roofs. Um and there is a community of refugees in a certain complex. Um, 85% of those people who live in that complex don't even speak English. Um, they're from either Central Africa, Burundi, Congo, different places like that. And just because of that language barrier, they, it makes it harder for those residents to know where or how to seek resi- um, assistance for um, the damage done to either their apartment or even their home if they do own one. Um, Kelly Mc. Mahan, I think that's McMahon is her last name. Uh, she is a kindergarten teacher in Cedar Rapids, and she says um, it's been five days in, so this would have been as of Friday. Um, and where the world is our government, they're not helping us out. And that was true because a lot of people didn't receive assistance of any kind. They were doing every, they were picking up the tree branches off of their grass by themselves and you know putting it on the side of the road and having. Um, I'm not sure who it is, but it's like you know the tree company people that come around and you know collect yeah. all the 
and they didn't and they still had holes in the roofs and the power lines were still down and there was a lot of um you know just you a lot can, of car damage mm-hmm. too. I saw a lot of people with their windows busted out. Mm-hmm. They're like they're the top. Y'all got insurance? In. <laughs> yes, for real. Cause and you know it's just it's just been real tragic for a lot of different people. And on Saturday, emergency officials finally said that vans would be arriving to transport people to shelters in Cedar Rapids. Um, and Kelly said these people should have been in shelters on Monday night. And I say even Monday night to Tuesday night, it should have been something that happened. And she continues to say, why is it now Saturday night and we're finally getting them into shelters? We should be helping our most vulnerable first, and that's not what we're doing. And that's definitely not what they were doing. You know, they can only, people can only help others so far and so much. And if they don't have those resources like they know the government does, um, then they can't, you know, everybody's sleeping in tents or sleeping in their basement because that's the only place, you know, that's not flooded with water has a hole in it and you know to block out whatever might come in um a lady who came from des moines nancy um maritzi she commented as well saying how do we rally people to tell them to come in and help clean up she went from des moines to cedar rapids to help people um so there was a request for um money to help rebuild um the rebuild Iowa basically and it estimates that Iowa will need nearly four billion dollars from the federal government in order to recover. Um, in the estimate it includes 8,273 homes that were destroyed or has major damage to it, um, 23.6 million for the damage of public infrastructure so this would be like schools, uh, post offices, different things like that, and 21.6 million for removal of the depo- disposal removal and disposal of debris uh, mind you that 23 plus that 21 don't even make that 4 billion so that 4 billion was i mean the rest of that 4 billion still a lot more mm-hmm. in damages exactly yeah um and on as of monday evening the 17th so last this past monday um around 6,800 people in marshall county are still without power uh, you know, and that's so unfortunate because it's been a week it's now. A whole, yeah, it's mm, a whole week later. A whole week. And not even like it's been a week and some days now. Yeah. And they're still without power. So, you know, hopefully that by now they have gotten their power back on or even just like a generator of some kind to even help just be able to cook on something. Or right. Even... Or some extra assistance at least. I hope they're getting that from their, exactly. their neighbors and whatnot. Um, there is um, an Iowa Individual Disaster Assistance Program through Impact that families can apply for. Um, they can receive up to five thousand dollars if they are approved. But there is a couple different catches with this one that I I'm gonna call it. So to be eligible, that a household must be at or below two hundred percent of the federal poverty line, and families also have to be ready with receipts who's going to have a receipt right now especially if their their home has a hole in the roof i don't think they're going to be worried about receipts as much as they're going to be worried about exactly they just need to if they mm-hmm. meet the guidelines just have them have exactly. them do something and help them out exactly and and you know thinking about it people still have holes in their roofs and mind you it rained the beginning of this week right yeah, exactly so people still have water coming into their homes Luckily, it hasn't rained the west rest of the week, but who knows they, if they haven't gotten, you know, a tarp to cover it or even got it completely fixed. They're still they still have water damage coming into their home, um, flooding their their uh, their bedrooms or even their basement or their bathroom or whatever it might be. And they still are suffering greatly from this 
hurricane directio thing. Right, and they risk more damage mm-hmm. than they already and that, have. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people, they have insurance to cover some things, but, you know, a lot of insurance companies don't cover everything. And they, they got to come out of pocket for that deductible or with the rest of the payment for mm-hmm. to get that hole in the house fixed. And since, you know, some people can't apply for this um, individual disaster assistance program if they're unless they're 200 percent below the federal poverty line. So that doesn't help a lot of people. Um, I also wanted to bring up, uh, you know, Ashton Kutcher. He is a native Iowan and he's been speaking out about what happened um to us, the Drekio. Um, he took to Twitter on Friday. You know, that's everybody's favorite thing to go to Twitter. Um, and he said, where is the federal relief for Iowa? 10 million acres of crops have been destroyed. Houses, communities, wake up federal government. What? Because it's not called a tornado or hurricane. You don't need to act fast. Act fast. Come on. And he tweeted that on the 14th. So only three days after, four days after what happened. Um, and then also he called out the vice president because he did come to visit um, for a farmers and ranchers for Trump uh, what it, rally or whatever it's called. And he said, you were campaigning. You saw with your own eyes do something. I wonder if any of like the people there like even did, mentioned it mentioned to him, it, like, I know. at all. And, like, I, and I feel like they should have because, mind you, 10 million acres of crops have been destroyed. This is farmers and ranchers for Trump. Right, that's, so that, that was I hope, chance, I like, hope I hope they brought that up and said, hey, what are y'all going to do to fix this problem? Mind you, we're not worried about you running for president for next the next four years. We're worried about you being president and vice president right now. Right, what can you do for us right now? Exactly. You're already in office. What mm-hmm. can you do? What can you do? Exactly. You know how he did the uh, presidential executive order for um, unemployment, all that different stuff. And where is that kind of presidential executive order for sending money straight to Iowa to even just start rebuilding right and kind of get things done okay guys for our next topic we're going to be talking about the female body take back um what mostly started my mind going on this one was the music the the single that came out by cardi b and megan Thee stallion wop it means wet ass pussy if you don't know not worshiping prayer no not wings and pizza exactly. i've seen not that one too exactly it's not <laughs> it's not none of that it's it's wet as pussy and it, it what made me think about this was because of how much flack they're getting about this song and how about it, how explicit the song is and how it's it's raunchy and you know all these different things um so i just have a couple different reviews and what a title for one of the reviews actually says cardi b and megan the stallion's wop is a savage nasty sex positive triumph and she used the the writer Mikkel Wood. She uses the word savage, nasty, but she, I, but I believe the way she's trying to say it is because you know, um, Megan had that song Savage, you know, Savage, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So I think she's, I think she's trying to just equivalent that to, you know, it's it's a hard ass song. It's a it's a nasty song. It's a sex positive song, but it's a good ass song, right? Um, and she just kind of you know says a couple different things. Uh, she says it lays out an astonishing array of boasts and desires from two female rappers proud to follow in the sex-positive footsteps of Little Kim, Kia, Foxy Brown, and Trina. And, you know, Trina, that's the baddest bitch. That's who she is. Yes. She, you know, Lil' Kim was a sex-positive person. You know, everybody has that. All the female rappers that I know of have that picture of where they're squatting down in panties and shit. <laughs> and, that, you know, panties and bra, everybody got that. Nikki got that. Um, 
Cardi got it, Lil' Kim got it, you know, everybody got one. Um, And, you know, we just, on some of the words that she says in the song, I want you to park that big Mack truck right in this little garage. We all know what she's talking about. And, you know, and I understand, you know, some people are like, ooh, that's nasty, that's nasty. But, you know, she could have said, I want you to park that big dick in my pussy, you know. Literally, she, she like, at least that. she used the damn metaphors. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and this, this writer also says she's, she wanted, he or she, I'm not sure if it's a he or she, um, they um, were writing down different metaphors from this song and then they heard something about a macaroni in the pot and just got thrown way off because they was like what in the heck was she talking about but you know it was all praise in this review and that's honestly that's all praise I have too um I just also wanted to compare so we said that you know like Cardi says I want you to park that big mac truck right in this little garage but I just wanted to compare that to um some the baby lyrics in his song uh bop and it says, this rich nigga dick, it ain't free. She be throwing that ass, yeah, she good at it. Turn around when we fuck, make her look at it. My bitch got good pussy. Fly her across the country. I'll finish the show and I'll hop in it. And nobody said a word. Nobody exactly. said a peep. Exactly. Okay? You know, he's talking about fucking and sucking and all that crazy shit. And you know, all she said in that part was, she wants you to park that big Mack truck right in this little garage, you know? And and then also, another verse that um, Megan said, something about him eating her ass her ass and him becoming a bottom feeder and um in that review as well um Mikhail was talking about uh how she just kind of redefined the whole food chain off of that one and then she really did you know because now you're a bottom feeder excuse me <laughs> but you know um and also you know there's some people that are condemning um and putting down this song you know just because they don't agree with it and you know everybody has their own opinions on different things but you can't you can't belittle somebody's art and creativity when the way you create your art and different things like that is something that isn't the same as theirs. Right. So, first of all, one person, a Republican congressional candidate, which I don't understand why. Guys, listen to what she said. Can you, can you read that back? Listen Rep- to what she just said, you guys. A Republican congressional candidate. Like, excuse me. <laughs> Who are you, sir? Like, first of all, his name is James P. Bradley. He is trying to uh, replace California's Ted Liu. I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, and first of all, sir, you're running for Congress. Literally. So you got bigger fish to fry. Exactly. Why are you why, concerned? Why are you concerned about a song? You First of all, does Cardi... I thought, doesn't Cardi live in New York? Yes. They, she ain't even in the same state as you. Megan lives in, like, Texas or something. So why are you worried about them? They're, they're not party that you're, they're not going to vote for you because they're not even in the same state. They probably state don't even you. know who you are, exactly. sir. You're losing your mind. Like, exactly. you're freaking the fuck out. For what? Exactly. And so he said that Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are what happens when children are raised without God and without strong, without a strong father figure. What does that mean? What does that mean? Just because they didn't have no fathers in the home don't mean that I had a father in the home and I'm sex positive on my body. I... T- he, you know, all my father said was just be careful, you know, who you lie with and, you know, just make sure you take care of yourself. And basically that what, what that meant to me was, it's my body. I do what I need. Okay. Okay. And then raised without God. Come on now. Y'all know Hispanics love Jesus. Quit playing. And black people don't play about God. Okay. She, her grandma told her to go to school. You know, grandmother's the one that be like, I'm gonna pray for you. Okay. So I don't know. I don't even know why. And then he went on to say that WAP, which he claimed to have heard accidentally, made him want to pour holy water in his ears. 
Like, Sarah, you could have just turned the song off you and t- went on about your exactly. nice little day. Exactly. Like, like what, what, what radio station were you listening to that played that song? If it was, like, some rock jam, they shouldn't have been playing Cardi B then. I don't think they was playing that on the Christian jingles exactly. now. Exactly. Like- Come on now. You know, good in that. And you know what? If you just so happen to hear it because you was riding in your car and somebody who was ended up, you know, at the red light beside you was blasting it, all you had to do was roll up your window, sir. Turn Literally, your music look up away. just a little bit. Exactly. Look, look ahead. Focus on the road. Focus on the okay. road because you never know. That light might turn green now, you know? And then also, uh, YouTube actually forced them to have a watered-down, clean version of the song instead of putting the explicit version like they usually do on on there. Since the video streaming site is increasingly willing to cut payments to creators for use of profanity. So, I mean, you know, on YouTube, usually you see the explicit version and then they have a clean version of the same music video or even just the lyrics of the clean version. Right. But now they completely were like, nah, y'all got to wet and gushy instead, you know? And then, like, they even bleeped out the part where she was talking about talking about dangly thing that's hanging in the back of her throat. Guys, they bleeped out throat. They They bleeped bleeped out throat. throat. Like, what? They didn't bleep. They bleeped out dangly thing. They bleeped out throat. They bleeped out everything. She said, she went the uh, They were like, nope, uh, we don't even. uh, uh." That's like all you hear in that part. And you're just like, okay, what do you. I was at first when I first heard that song because I watched the YouTube video. I was like, "What is she saying in this part?" Because you don't even understand. Call you hear it. I want that uh, and the uh, and the uh, and the, uh, like you don't even know what she's saying. And like I get, you know, you don't want the use of profanity, but if you know that a creator is going to use profanity, then you should be like, "Okay, I want you to pay extra for using profanity," or you're not you're not going to get the same amount of payment for using profanity, but you can still use profanity in this you know in this form but they didn't do that and then another critic of the song is oh my god this conservative ben shapiro if you don't know who he is good if you do know who he is i'm sorry okay but he he had this whole thing to say about the lyrics of wap he said this is what feminists fought for uh this is what the feminist movement was all about. And if you say anything different, it's because you're a misogynist, see? And I just want to, you know, I just want to break that down for him and repeat it back. So this is what feminists fought for. The right to be able to talk about our bodies in the way that we want to. The right to treat our bodies how we want to. And the right to do what we want with our bodies. Okay. And that is what the feminist movement was all about. Women body. Being able to do what women want to, when women want to, wherever women want to. Yes. And then if you're saying anything different, it's because you're a misogynist. If you're going to say something different, go ahead and say it. But at the same time, be respectful. Don't be like, oh, that's nasty. You shouldn't be doing that. Now you're a hoe. Blah, 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 exactly. blah, blah. Like, and you're, they just need to stop telling us what the fuck to do. Exactly. Much, if you period. have your opinions, but if you're going to come to me and step to me and be like, you shouldn't do that. And now I'm going to force it on you. Like they're trying to force the abortion law to be passed where they can't have it anymore. Mm. Trying to, you know, and it's just like, really? You're trying to take control of my body when, mind you, the only thing men do when it comes to making a baby is lie with you and give you their sperm. Right. They don't, they don't cook that baby in the oven for nine months. They, they don't, don't push carry it. They don't, or, exactly. Yeah, no. They don't push that thing out of the man. If you're a mom. I commend you, okay? Because I'm I'm scared to push a big ass head on my little ca ca ca, okay? Okay. But you know, and it's just like, how dare you have the audacity to tell me that how I should do something with my body when you have nothing to do with it? You're never gonna have titties ass vagina. 
but you have the audacity to say you shouldn't have an abortion. Exactly. Like, you, you shouldn't. Don't, what? Don't understand like the way exactly. the female body works. You don't get the menstrual. You don't. Yeah, you don't exactly. get any of that. Like you don't and, get cramps. The, like on menstrual. What when we're talking about? Why is there there's such a thing as a pink tax where women's um, period products get taxed so much? I forgot about that. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Like girl, like honestly, guys, if you have never bought a pack. Of fucking tampons before, mind you, women don't buy the little packs of tampons. It's sixteen count. We go get the thirty plus count because that's how many we use in a month, or even two months. Right. Sometimes, depending on you know flow, and if you don't know what that is, figure it out. There's heavy, medium, super, light. You you know. And <laughs> yes. It, 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 see, I'm I'm using terms some guys don't even understand, right. and that's that's those are simple words. And, you know, and it's just like, why, why is something that women need every month being taxed so heavily? Mind you, that box, guys, it might say $7.99 on the price tag, but that bitch come up to $9.26. Almost $10. For real. And, you know, and it's just horrible. And now, and then even tampons that are made, like the super, the super flow ones, there, there's, there. You can have toxic, what is it, toxic shock syndrome or toxic, something yeah. from them, and it's just because of all the bleach that they use for the tampons, the different chemicals that they use, and now women are having to move to organic, um, organic tampons or even organic pads. Just and those so those are ex- even more costly mm-hmm. because they're organic. And they're organic, and, yeah. exactly. So if y'all, if y'all bought an organic tomato before, you paid just a couple cents more than usual than you would a tomato from Hy-Vee now, okay? okay. Whole Foods don't play about that. <laughs> but you know, and it's just, and all I have to say, really, my point being, when it comes to women's body, if you're not a woman, you really have nothing to say. And even if you are a woman, you can have your opinions on how you want to treat your body. Right, but, but you, don't tell another woman how, what to do with their exactly. own body. Especially like, a black woman, because okay. we got you, honey. The right day, wrong person, okay? <laughs> but, you know, and it's just that. It's, if, you're, if you don't support the thoughts of, you know, I would say leftist women, um, that's what they're, they're, you know, they're generalizing us as. You don't have to support us, but, you know, support the fact that we can make our own decisions. And we know what we're going to do with our body. Because we never tell a man what to do with his body. Right. We don't tell you, put your dick up. We don't tell you, oh, you can't you can't have those shorts on. You can see your dick right there, sir. The dick print is real long and real beautiful right there, okay? So don't play with me. You know, and it's just respect me and I'll respect you. Have your own opinions and I'll have mine. But if you're not going to be understanding of where I'm coming from or you're not going to be understanding of why you shouldn't really be speaking on this then don't say nothing to me because that's a fight we, we you don't want to have with me okay guys for our fun segment this time we haven't done one in a while so we really wanted to try to get one into this episode we are going to do a game called the word association game basically what it is we're going to tell each other three words this time and we're they were gonna have to guess what um just a song that has that word in it um, just a line or a verse or whatever that either starts or, you know, has it in it. Um, we have 10 seconds to get the song. And then we get a point for each song. And we'll see who has, I don't know, two, three points by the end. Um, hopefully we get this together. <laughs> okay, um, I will start. And the first word is die. D-I-E. 
I know There's you. a song called Die For You, but I don't know who it is by. Mm-hmm. I know there's a song called mm-hmm. Die For You. If I die young, oh, that bury too. me. That's what I was thinking of. Okay, the next one is Crazy. Got me looking so crazy right now. Yeah, love's got me looking so crazy right now. <laughs> okay, the last one is Happy. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like a room. Yes, yes. <laughs> All so right. I'll do two out of three. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, here we go. Two out of three. Two guys. out of three. Be that hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, here we, we go. go. Oh, here you go. Okay. The first word is night. Okay. Yes. Hey, Michelle, that's my girl. Okay. Okay. And the next one, the next word is bad. Uh, Oh, I know, I know five a song. Seconds, five seconds. I can. Good God Almighty! I know so many songs with the word "bad" in it. What I song know. were you thinking the of? The song, the song that I was thinking of. Um, damn, what? The... Bad boys, bad boys. That, what you gonna there's do? There's a song I was thinking. I was like. Uh, Mm-mm, I'm a bad bitch. Mm-mm, mm-mm, whatever. I don't know what it's called. That's, that's, that's what I thought of. In my I, head. I'm surprised I didn't think of bad boys quickly. Okay, last one here. Okay, the last word is fly. I came to win. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. <laughs> to conquer. To fly. Yes. Guys, no. that's exactly yes. the song. That's exactly the song I was thinking of. That too. high note nobody else can hit bird. Yes. Um. I- what was that? Two out of three? Two out of three. You we got to do a, guys, a tie we got to do a tiebreaker. So okay. give us um, a second. Give, give us a second. We're going to each come up with one more, one word. more word. And then we're going to do it again. Yes. Um, so I'll give us, we have 15, uh, tw- I'll give us 20 seconds to come up with a word. Okay. It shouldn't take us 20 seconds. Yeah. But here we go. Timer's starting, y'all. We have 20 um, seconds. Let me think. Okay, I guess I'll just use the word I had before then. Come on, Shemae. I know you know one. Okay. Okay. You want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Here we go. (sighs) What's the word? (laughs) Okay, so the word is... I gave you an easy one. The word is win. I can't use the same song, can I? Or maybe I mean no, we're gonna do it. Let me do let me do my word. Yeah, and we'll do hers, and then we'll do yeah. Because I'm like I I can't use the same song. Okay, so the word is late. L A T E. I know it's late. What did what do you say? It's late, babe. <laughs> it's a Chris <laughs> Brown song. <laughs> I was thinking, up late again. Ari Lennox. Fuck. Oh, shit. Okay, come up with your word. Come okay, up with okay, your okay. word. Uh, come on, I know you got it. Okay. While she's thinking of the word, guys, if you have any games that you want us to do, um, even if it's something that we would have to record, a video record ourselves playing so you guys can see what we're doing, 
we will definitely do it for you guys we just need you to help us come up with ideas and even if it comes to the point where we record the whole podcast on video that would definitely you know just make this a little more fun make it a little more interactive for you as our listeners and for us as well okay the word is life life oh come on five seconds life 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 Oh my god. Oh my god. You know that song I was thinking of? What? I wish that I could have this moment it's for life. life. Yes. Oh my gosh. I don't know how Kiki Palmer did this. Right. She was like she made it so, she, so easy. She so was like, eh, eh, eh. But if you guys want to watch, there's um we got this from Song Association. You can find it on YouTube. I'm not sure who does it, but I know it's some type of like magazine mm. like look up kiki palmer so, word song association whatever and like the other it, yeah it should up. it should pop up but she made it seem so easy guys and it, it this is not easy because i promise you there'd be some songs you'd be like yeah that's it and you'd be like wait what words words exactly like connecting the words so mm. that you get to the word like, get, yeah, yeah you have to build around the word especially if the word is in the middle of a verse and yes but props to them because mm-hmm. them because yeah, this that, was fun, though. This I was mean. fun, yeah. Um, so, like I said before, guys, if you have any games that you think we would tear up and have fun with, let us know, and we would definitely do them. Because sometimes we run out of ideas for fun segment, okay? Yeah, so let us know. So, for this next segment, we're just going to be t- kind of talking about the importance of voting. When I first went to go vote when I was 18, it wasn't for the presidential election. Mm-hmm. I wasn't of age at the time, but um, I, I'm not, I don't remember which, which, what I was voting for, but I just remember looking at the ballot and not knowing the names on the ballot, you guys. Mm-hmm. I didn't do my research ahead of time. I didn't look them up to see who represented who. What, what, who am I supposed to vote for anyway? What their policies were, mm-hmm. what they're talking about, what kind of person they are. I didn't know any of that, and it would have been good to know at the time, but now I know, moving forward in further future elections, what to do. Exactly, especially for, you know, everybody knows, every like the presidential elections, they're one of the biggest, you know, elections that are broadcasted nationally, but nobody ever really talks about Congress elections and, you know, student board elections and your yes. super, you know, your, um, your local, your state. Because honestly, that's Sinan. more important. That's mm-hmm. where you live. That's where you play. That's where you work. That's exactly. Where you... you know, and it's not, we're not saying don't vote for your presidential candidates or anything like that. But I feel like we should, people should be a little more focused on what's happening in your state. Yes. Really. Um. So we just want to list a couple different people running in Iowa right now for um, U.S. Senate, U.S. House. Um, and these aren't, I think these are... Um, yeah, these are U.S. House and Senate, so it's not like um, Iowa Senate or, or Iowa House or representatives or anything. These are just kind of um, the people that go to the big league off, off in Washington. Yes. Um, so I'll have Shemay start with the U.S. Senate, and then we'll get to the um, House and all that good stuff. Okay, so just to list off, I'm going to go through the different parties that are representing for the U.S. Senate. So for Democrats, we have Michael Franken, Kimberly Graham, Teresa Greenfield, and Eddie Morrow. For independent, there's one we have Suzanne Herzog. And for Republican, Joni Ernst. 
So these are just a couple of names. Um, we're giving you homework. Mm-hmm, definitely. <laughs> Research these people. See what they do, what they're like, what their policies are, what they're talking about. Just get an idea of who you're thinking of. It doesn't... You don't have to be set on a specific person, but at least have an idea of who you would like to vote for, even a couple different people you would choose from on that day to vote for. Yes, even a couple of people to keep your eye out for. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and you should know Joni Ernst, she is our incumbent um, senator now. Um, and so I hope, and even if you haven't been paying attention as much, I hope you have been seeing um, what she has been doing for Iowa and what she um, continues to do for Iowa, even though, you know, I'm not a big supporter of her just because of a couple things she has voted on um, and voted against um, for me as a black person but you know it's it's just do your homework even learn what her policies are and what she votes for yes. just so you can compare and contrast um a couple of different things um and so now i'm going to talk about the u.s house um and we have four districts here and they're broken up um if you go to the des moines register there is a um, article called who's running for congress in iowa in 2020 and it kind of breaks down um, all those people that are running and it also shows you the um, breakdown of the u.s congressional districts um so for the first district um, for u.s house our democrats we have abby finkenneur Nauer, I think, and then for Republican Thomas Hansen, Ashley Henson, um, and then um, for U.S. House Second District, the Democrat is Rita Hart, and then for Republican we have Tim Borchardt, Stephen Early, Everly, excuse me, Marionette Miller Meeks, Rick Phillips, and Bobby Schilling. So like I said, make sure you guys are looking them up. Um, it also make sure you look at this so you know what district you are in. Um, I know for sure, um, third district that is the Des Moines um, area. So this would be like Des Moines, um, Carlisle, I think, uh, Urbandale, um, you know, just kind of those West Des Moines, I think, is also in there. So just kind of those surrounding Des Moines metro cities. Uh, the people running in that one for Democrat Cindy Axney, you've probably seen commercials for her. And then for Republican Bill Schaefer and David Young, who is our former two term third district representative. Um, he and then also for our fourth district, U.S. House, we have Democrat J.D. Schulten. And then for Republican Steve King, a lot of people know that he's a longtime incumbent. Um, Randy Finstra. Steve Reeder, Brett Richard, Jeremy Taylor, and Jeremy Taylor. So it looks like a lot of people on the Republican side are trying to kick Steve King out. So, you know, and it's just it's just whatever because, you know, as long as I feel like as long as you know who you're voting for or even know who you're voting against, it gives you the upper hand on a lot of things. And um, you should know who's running for president by now, Donald Trump with his VP, uh, Mike Pence, and then Joe Biden with uh, Kamala Harris for his VP. Um, he just accepted his uh, nomination for candidacy a couple of days ago, I think, um, during the Democratic National Convention. That's been on TV for like the last, I don't know, week it feels like. But, you right. know, and just make sure that you guys are looking this up. Don't you don't have to do you don't have to be a hardcore researcher. You don't have to do a whole bunch of work. Just just know who and what and when and where, basically. Just kind of know your key points and you'll be good and you'll be set. But make sure you do go vote. You can vote by mail, I believe. And I think there's also going to be um, in-house voting. Um, so you can just like go somewhere to a poll and vote there but i'm not sure exactly how they're going to do that i know voting by mail is something a lot of people want to do just for the safety sense of the virus and all that 
announcements okay so for today's announcements um we wanted to talk about a couple of things going on uh one of the first things there's an event going on tomorrow august 22nd saturday and it is a teach-in and they're talking about the police state and why we must resist that's the talking point of the conversation this will be at 5 30 to 7 p.m at evelyn k davis which aka forest park it's for those of you that know exactly. it by that name it's 1490 Forest Avenue, duh, it's by Forest Library, uh, Forest Park. Yes. Um, If you don't know, ask somebody. Right, it's you on know. Forest mm-hmm. Avenue, it's, you guys, exactly. like, you can't Just, miss it. Exactly, it's past King Elementary, right by Creative Visions, like, come on now. Um, Also, a another thing, it's not really um an event, but it's something that the Supply Hive is doing. If you don't know who they are, the Supply Hive is a charity organization run by two young ladies um, that I know, Aaliyah and Z. She, they are doing a delivery of supplies tomorrow as well um, for the people in Cedar Rapids who are still affected by the blackout and the Drekio that came through. Um, if you happen to get there, you can hit them up uh, tomorrow morning um and you can hopefully i'm not exactly sure what time they're going to go to see the rapper it's probably going to be a little early just so they can get there um but they are looking for tents tarps lanterns flashlights headlamps stoves and small grills for people to cook toiletries for people sleeping bags and pads or you can donate to their venmo just to help them get there and back for gas or even just buy a couple last things that they need for people um at the supply hide that's their name on venmo um, also, a small um, business is um, promoting this as well um, for donating to them the Supply High Backcountry is the name of the small business. They're on Beaver Avenue, 2702 Beaver Avenue in Des Moines. They're offering a 10% off any purchase of $50 or more. Um, they are a retail shop for camping gear, so they're telling you that if you're getting rid of all your old camping gear by donating it to the Supply Hive, come in and we'll give you that fifty, uh, that ten dollars off of a purchase of fifty dollars or more, since they are that <clears throat> outdoor camping, you know, retail kind of business. So always, like I say, sh- um, shop small, support your small businesses, support black businesses as well. Um, go to Shop Black Des Moines if you have not on Facebook um, and go in, become a member of that page so you can see what everybody be posting, hairstylists, um, creators, makers of all kinds of things, um, chefs, bakers, they do everything on there. And um, find anything that you need through a small business and helps uh, a black small business grow to become a bigger one. If you have any other announcements or of any kind or some event that you know of or just really anything that you would like for us to put out there for people to hear, um, let us know. DM us on our Facebook and our Instagram and we'll definitely, definitely, definitely announce them. Yes. All right. Thanks for tuning in to Brown Skin News. Thanks for tuning in for our episode today. Just closing out, uh, DM us any topics or questions that we can talk about on the show. We always want our listeners to participate. Participation is key. Yes. Um, follow us at our social medias uh, on Facebook, Brown Skin News, on Instagram, at brown.skin.news. You can also DM us on those and follow us on our private pages as well. Uh, for the quote of the day comes from Mary McLeo Bethune. 
And the words are, the progress of the world will call for the best that all of us have to give. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to episode number four. Um, and we hope to see you on the next episode. Reflection symbolizes don't take a talk, but don't choke. If you do, you have no clue of what me and my homie Snoop Dogg came to do. It's like this and like that and like this and uh, it's like that and like this and like that and uh, it's like this. So who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode. <laughs>